I don't like messy queens. I don't like cheap queens. And I don't like manly queens. And I don't like the lip sync song for this episode either, but we'll get to that. Uh, We're in episode three of season six. And unlike current seasons of Drag Race, the heads are rolling. And not just the decapitated heads on the table played by Vivacious and Darian Lake in this episode. That's right. And it is time for the Scream Queens episode of season six. Your mother scrubs docks and hell. <laughs> Some iconic TV moments, constant quotables with these divas. Ugh, what a blessing. Stay tuned for yet another suspenseful, thrilling, gut-wrenching, heart-thumping episode of Race Chaser Classic. Honey, I told you not to put that wrench up there. It will get your goods. Forever. Dog. Welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser. Classic, <laughs> a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race, starting from the very beginning. Uh, this is the beginning. I wanna dance, dance, dance with you. My name's That's Alaska. Sexy. What's yours? Hello, I'm Willem. Um, we're deep into season six. Things are really heating up. Honey. If you're not listening you. to Hot Goss, you're only getting half the story. <laughs> the Goss is hot. <laughs> the Goss is so hot. Uh, do you want to know what happened last week? Last week, there Tell were us. seven season six divas who had previously used the workroom and they found the message, beware, bitches, scrawled on the mirror. And they had a sexy pillow fight photo shoot mini challenge with the pit crew and then they created themed party looks from boxes of leftovers on the main stage on the runway courtney did sexy and bianca won the challenge for her luau dress you know just the one dress and was awarded a gift certificate from fabric world possibly maybe <laughs> and even with the nose of a swordfish magnolia was unable <laughs> to win the fight against darian and in the end sashayed away bye bye magnolia crawford I, uh, every time I drive near Magnolia Boulevard, I always say Magnolia Boulevard. <laughs> I don't so. go to the valley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but now we're on season six, episode three, entitled Scream Queens. <laughs> Ryan Murphy would like a word. <laughs> as, as would Leah Michelle. Gasp. Yes, this is, uh, we start off with the showdown. And of course, they bring in group one and tell them to sit at a table and mean mug. They say, give us really angry. Give us like, you're you're really pissed. And Vivacia says, this is my happy face. (laughs) (laughs) Because I haven't seen anything but angry from Vivacia so far this, this season. She's Stone Cold Carter. Just RBS, yeah, old school. Well, everybody's everybody's coming for her this episode. I I thought it was out of pocket. I didn't even know they. I didn't even know she had pockets on the jumpsuit. (laughs) Yes, each spike has. It's like a purse. It's like a clutch. So the girls are sitting there. What would you wear to intimidate another hoe? Because Uh, I. I would get the most haphazard mall outfit and the cheapest shake and go wig I could find. That's what I would do. Shady bitch. (laughs) I love Benda Lacreme's Hamburglar hat dress. Uh Hamburglar's wife. Because really, yeah. (laughs) Hamburglar's wife. As Trinity calls it. Yeah. Because really, this could be a throwaway category. This could be, oh, y'all are making us get up in the morning and get dragged to sit at a table just to meet the other girls. Rude. Ignorant. So I think so. And like, I'm not going to waste a look on this that's going to show up for two seconds. But, but 
Dela just turns this look and is it's very reminiscent of when she's sitting in the the chair on All Stars with the red the red hat. yeah she the, Dela knows the power of a say something hat I will tell you that girl it's a, it's a scream scream lots of things hat she's saying a paragraph with it it's, uh, it's not it's a soliloquy <laughs> Laganja also has quite the outfit on an event of an outfit. It's like green and oh yeah. She got she put on she put on the good nails, not the active length nails. She's she's give she said I'm on TV right now, honey. Bendele Krem is the Hamburglar's wife, and Laganja Estranja is Grimace's mistress. <laughs> Dominatrix. <laughs> Grimace's <laughs> Dominatrix. He's into a financial domination. Uh, Grimace. <laughs> uh, I, I, Send me. I, Send me five hamburgers now, you scumbag. <laughs> and ten and ten Monopoly pieces. Ah! Oh, um, park place. Honey, I had a hooker try that financial domination thing with me once, and I said, I don't know who you think I am, but I did not win this television show. And I and we may have fucked yesterday, but I was not born yesterday. Right. Um, I was like, this does not turn me on at all. Uh-uh, honey. No, 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 no. I said, Latru- I said, Alexa, play Latrice Royale's Wait. <laughs> I said, Wait. Wait. <laughs> um, um, my well, favorite thing. Sorry, Willem, you look <clears throat> good. Well, I didn't quite cough like a man, but you know. <laughs> Don't jump is- the gun yet, Miss Kamorali Kardashian. My name's Gia Gun. I don't jump the gun. I am the boom boom gun. She and really you know wow. when a bitch parts her hair and there's no hair in her face? She's making it very clear. And Gia is Crystal. making it clear right from the start that she is Gia Crystal Clear Gun. She um, is. You, honey, you need a license to carry this one. Because honey, uh, she is carrying. Concealed, <laughs> concealed, honey. It's a concealed carry for sure. Um, <laughs> she, Gia and Bianca are already going back and forth. Uh, it's, it's so much fun already. Yeah. And Bianca's like, well, like some of these other girls can dish it. So you need to, you need to serve a plate or something. Some, it's one of those. And Bianca's white eyeliner has never been put to better use because it's just two little dots in a sea of white going left, right, left, right. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it is absolute sparks from from the jump, and we love it. Jumping the boom boom gun. Now I have a question. They don't really show what Magnolia wrote, so I'm guessing it was messy. Oh, I literally. It says on the outline. A message from Magnolia. It might be there, but we don't see it. I literally thought she wrote, "It might be there, but we don't see it," which was, <laughs> wow. I thought was very cryptic and like wow. shady. That yeah, I'm. Usually, it's the other way around. Me taking every word on the outline literally, <laughs> not you. But um, she she probably wrote something flagrant and, and like uh-huh. and mean spirited. Uh, because she left on a bad. She was mad. Honey, all publicity is good publicity. Yeah, exactly. Angry and bitch. she's still out there. She's still doing it. She's gone, but not forgotten. She's still, um, she does these really funny, like, photo edits and, like, makes people, like, really ugly or, like, photo yeah. facetunes them really extreme. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like, I like what she does. She put yours back to normal. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> if you can do it, I, I implore you to try. It's not flagrant. They just didn't include it on this episode. This is the end of episode two. We see it. It says, Zoh my God, love you girly girls, XOXO, Maggie. Wow. I liked it wow. better our way where she's yeah, shady, <laughs> in theory. <laughs> fuck Sorry. you hoes. Fuck this production. Fuck, this, fuck World of Wonder. <laughs> fuck this show. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Um... The and she day, wrote it in liquid lipstick, so it did not come off. A matte one. Uh, the next day, uh, th- th- we get one of Gia's classic quotes before the next day, actually, where uh, you can tell they asked all the girls in interview to say something good, something bad about all the queens that they had just met. And Gia says, well, Darian Lake, there's room for everyone, let's just say. She's and- going. Gia Gunn is a soundbite machine. Yes, she gives us that. She also says, I don't like messy queens. I don't like 
cheap queens and I don't like manly queens. She doesn't. She doesn't. She, like doesn't. she doesn't. She must not have many friends because those are most of my friends. <laughs> Some of my friends are all three of those things. Girl, why'd you look at me when you said that? I'm why'd looking look at, at Nick's bare ass behind me. <laughs> Opening the door for Deliveroo. Prancing around in a thong. Anything to keep her from getting dressed. As long as she's in a thong, she's in her house. And she's going to be the last one ready. Is he wearing a Trixie shirt? This is Toby. I think y'all met. Hi. Oh, good. Good to see you. It's not a Trixie shirt. No. Good. (laughs) Willem's like, good. (laughs) She got a nerve, (laughs) Ernie. (laughs) <laughs> buy our merch um, um uh, we get a video message and i'm not talking about the gia gun kind of video message uh we get a video message oh you, you joined her only fans too <laughs> no i haven't but is it good uh-huh tasteful Ooh. tastes like tilapia yes honey okay rupaul says in a, a blood curdling scream Racers, where are you? I can't find you. Listen to me. Stay away from the light. Stay away from the light. Bitch, I said get the hell out of my light. They're queer. She actually has a special light, too. When Matthew shot me for my book cover, I took a picture of his lights, and they say, RuPaul lights do not touch Matthew Anderson. Like, all of it was written in tape on it. So she's, she knows her light, honey. And she when she does. when she walks up into the workroom, all the queens light up. They um, do. So, so they're already <laughs> acting. Um, and oh RuPaul tells the girls to pair up with the queen who was not in their original group. But yes. I think that's after for the main challenge. Did she tell them to do that for the mini, too? Um, uh, No, this is for the mini. Um, and they have to pair up with someone who wasn't in their original group. Oh, okay. And so we get the, and we're doing this, like, um, the legs and the body. So it's sort of like that makeup challenge that we just did, but that was arms. And this and is all where legs. are the legs and body? I think if we were to do this challenge, I'm pretty sure how we would assign this. You'd be. I'd be legs. legs. I've been your legs before. I've been a couple people's legs for a couple projects. Yes. And and they're they're my feet are actually more comfortable in the air than on the ground. So (laughs) that tracks. (laughs) Uh, You where you can see Courtney. (laughs) Courtney chooses Laganja, which is very smart because those legs are everything. Uh Honey, miles and miles and days and days they go on. Adore chooses milk. Dela has Darian, which is comedy, honey. Bianca, Vivacious, Gia and Jocelyn, and April and Trinity. And uh, who was your favorite? Well, the standouts for me are um, Laganja's legs, just being sickening. And also Milk's dick is also doing really great work in this job. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. Speaking I, of thongs, I mean, trend alert thongs. <laughs> Yeah, she's uh she's prominent. Uh and Milk her has, only... she's got powerful uh skater legs. Yeah. The leg the legs are beautiful. Um and like perfectly like one color. Like there's no like um occlusions. Yeah, no occlusions. <laughs> no rubber. bird. She's got beautiful legs. My favorite was Dela and Darian just because like the difference <laughs> And um, so, so it, it's just it was so it was comical to me and wonderful. And uh, Adore and Milk also won the mini challenge. They did. They took it, and that makes them uh, team captains for the the uh, for Drag Race Me to Hell, which is a screen test for a new horror film franchise, giving scary movie realness. Mm-hmm. It's one set. We're going to take a break and then we'll come back and tell you all about this casting. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. 
every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or vegan and veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. And then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag 50. and use code drag50 drag 50. to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code drag50 at factormeals.com slash Drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. So the girls take it upon themselves to just team up with their group, their group that they arrived with. Basically. They (laughs) said... (laughs) We dabbled it for the mini challenge, but baby, we're we're going back. We're going back to normal. Yeah, they said... uh... We're good. Thank you. We don't like those other girls. <laughs> the shower the girls. <laughs> so Team Milk ends up being Milk, Bianca, Darian, Courtney, Jocelyn, and Trinity. And Team Adore is Ganja, Dela, Gia, April, and Vivacious. And we Team Adore... We keep getting these shady, like, they just let the camera rest on Vivacious, just kind of like looking mad in the pink wig she's just kind of like looking perturbed then we get another one they're like just they just like they just show trinity standing there looking kind of pissed it's- honey I'd, I'd be mad too if i had to wear that wig <laughs> that picture of vivacious in the pink wig is iconic oh wow um it, it that picture of vivacious in that pink wig is the perfect like commercial for why to buy another wig. Like that <laughs> that wig needs a base tee. She needs a shake. She needs a something. You should get the penny topper with eight one. Yeah, definitely for sure. Eight on one that is, one. Isn't good fresh air of the bag. <laughs> um, fresh well, a grab bag is directly how I would describe Adore's casting choices because she just says, You do that one, you do this one, you want that one, you want this one, and then you Oh, you don't want that one? You do this one, April. You can't can you do Butch? You can't? Okay, do that one. Do the Butch one. <laughs> Yeah. And these scripts always have a butch character for some reason. They're trying they to do. set up. They want to make sure that at least one girl will fail. Well, because well I, would, I would do really good with a butch character. So I don't know what that says about me. If they wanted me to fail, they should uh, do a really feminine character. <laughs> butch, no acidy, and the fun dance kid. Um, <laughs> G- fun this, dance. They fun also... Dance. <laughs> they also uh, put in hard words in these scripts purposefully to make sure that there's always some dumb girl that don't know how to say something. And Gia does not know how to say DeLorean. 
Um, and it's a pretty simple word if you just sound it out. Delorean. It, I don't know what it is. It could be an ancient dildo for all I know. <laughs> I don't know. And when Gia commits, honey, she is strong and wrong. I yeah. love that about her for sure. Uh, exactly. Team Milk gets a 1960s uh, theme and the casting is a bit more conversational than just a, uh, here, pick a card uh, for the roles. Darian yeah. is given what's looked at as a small role, but um, she she takes it and she's very, uh, you know, she does not complain about it. There are no small roles. Right. Well, actually, she has some medium-sized roles probably, but less <laughs> now that she's lost weight. <laughs> The they go on to the set, okay, and of course Courtney and Bianca are just their elegant machines. <laughs> they are crushing it. <laughs> I'm more interested in your feminine mystique. Uh, leave it to Courtney to quote Jermaine Greer, putting also, in some hurt. <laughs> also, Bianca's paint has never been so subdued. She really is showing us range in this challenge. A lot of the girls this season, before they bought more things on their face, um, chose to wear nude lips, too. And nude lips do not read in black and white. Courtneysha act. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Maybe she didn't know. Maybe they tried to get her. Well, I mean, she started her career in black and white. She's the oldest AAA girl. Oh, my God. (laughs) Australian Idol, I'm pretty sure, was on radio before it was on television, right? The pictures got small. I am big. <laughs> um, so Trinity admits to being an acting version, and she says, "Any any line, any notes, or or any acting tips you got, throw them my way." And then Bianca gives her a note, um, which I don't think is that far off of a note. If a white person said it, maybe it would be offensive. But Bianca tries to give her a little suggestion, and Trinity's like, "Oh, so be black." Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it does not go over that well, or it does not look to go over that well, but they're really squaring off Bianca and Trinity even more this episode. Bianca, Bianca's squaring off with fucking everybody in this episode. She's all corners. But especially Tran. I, I, and we'll, we'll get, we'll get to it. I mean, a few things happen on the set that we say April, April asks, Am I being too butch? And Michelle says, it's your choice. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks, director. Thank you, director. It's your choice. <laughs> what the fuck? What's that? Uh, so Adore, shady. Adore and Gia can't get their, their names right. Gia, Gia calls some, or Adore calls somebody Heather, and then they're like, that's your name, darling. She's like, oh. It's um, it's scripts can be confusing. Um, <laughs> the, there's just the cute, li- yes, I swear they studied each other's roles or something. Like there's no, there's no cue cues being picked up. None. It is Heather. Heather, <laughs> are you there? Yes. <laughs> oh, let me get my new cell phone <laughs> out of my purse. <laughs> Yeah, it's so pretty. It's it's actually funny how it worked out, and it I think it worked out f- for the better. But RuPaul notes in the judging that the process wasn't there, even though the end result was with Gia. <laughs> you like, and I both know there's no, no process there. There's like, no technique going on. Like fucking Miss Alum from the very Brady sequel has anything to say about acting <laughs> after seeing AJ and the fucking Queen? Jesus Christ. How dare she? I thought she was good at AJ and the Queen. Yeah. Um, the, the, the ads. The, the There's still life the, portraiture of it. We get we get some mirror chats, okay? And this is really when Bianca comes completely sideways at Trinity K. Bonet. She okay, she says to her Trinity's talking about her dream is to do Beyonce impersonation, which if you've ever seen her do it, if you haven't seen her do it, look it up now because she's fucking amazing at it. But Bianca's like, oh, well, you can't do Beyonce because you have to look like Beyonce and you don't look like Beyonce because Beyonce's pretty. You can paint Dionne Warwick, she says. She (laughs) like Of all people. Like, okay. Well, 
this young child, Trinity K. Bonet is like 22 or 23. This child is telling you about her dreams and you're saying, no, you're too ugly. You can't do Beyonce <laughs> because you're not, because Beyonce's pretty. That is so fucking mean and rude. I mean, if I, I would see, I would see it as an easier punch. If, if you were to say it's your dream to do uh, Beyonce in Vegas, why do you live in Atlanta then girl? Like, mm-hmm. or something like that. But like, just saying, oh, well, you can't paint that queen. Um, <laughs> and then Trinity brings up Derek and she's like, well, she's not been doing it 15 years. They say the Britney illusionist. They don't even say the name. The- that that Britney girl, that the Britney girl, she, she's been doing it for like a couple of years. And <laughs> and uh, Bianca says, well, she looks like her. Um, but she says Trinity looks more like Sammy Davis Jr. in a wig. <laughs> Oh god! Fuck Bianca. She is brutal. And we love just... it. Bianca's brutalities. It's 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 <laughs> fun going back and watching this because I I recall just thinking Bianca was just so like America's sweetheart at the like she came out that way in the end. But watching it back, I'm like, no, she was a cunt to literally everybody. <laughs> no one is safe. But also very helpful in some scenes that they didn't air. Like she, she, uh, she was one of those mother hen queens. At least with, uh, she came to my house that night and cut my fucking wigs up. So uh. <laughs> well, we couldn't get a brush through, and we had to do something. We just <laughs> cut. We trimmed the ends. She He's actually helped. <laughs> Curly Sue, honey. Uh, RuPaul on this main stage. She looks so beautiful. I love that her dress uh. evokes evokes kind of the horror theme it's like a slasher gown it feels like red flowers instead of blood going down a black beaded uh number she walked around the corner and i said gasp Gasp. (laughs) really this is matthew at 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 his apex peak this is peak rupaul the gown is corresponding to what's going on in the episode which is fierce it's transcendent, the sort of blood slash out of like rose petals, brilliant. And then her hair has this black root. She's kind of like mommy dearest, kind of with this. Mm-hmm. She looks fantastic. On the judges panel, we have uh, Lena Lena Headey and mm-hmm. Honey. They sent for a raven because Michelle Visage found the raven, strangled it, and put it around her neck. <laughs> she, the raven, Livermore. Yeah. <laughs> and Michelle is all bird breasted with these beautiful feathers all over. Uh, she has on quite a few accessories: <laughs> Ear, earrings, rings, rings on top of gloves. Uh, I'll, she's got a lot on. It's so wild because we've been looking at. Um, Britney's uh, VMA performance a lot and uh-huh. Michelle Visage is dressed exactly like the background dancers in Britney's VMA Give Me More performance. This is what they're wearing. It must have been of the time. They said just go to the MJ trimming shop and get some feathers. <laughs> <laughs> and stars on stars Linda Blair is on the judging panel. That's a that's huge for a, for a horror themed challenge. This is major. If it's so huge, they they didn't even give her a good intro. They just let her laugh at RuPaul's joke. They didn't let her even say it's one of those intros. <laughs> for this You're week, funny. yeah. <laughs> uh, this week's runway is best drag, and yes. um, I think some of these girls want to redo because I'm. We can talk about it, but first up is Bianca, and she comes out oh, looking like this. a rich widow beautifully made garment this collar that goes from her fucking navel up to her ears um very old hollywood very very old hollywood Mm -hmm. um and beautiful i love this yeah she's really really good at drag i mean it's uh, it's impeccable the scale of it too it just makes her look uh even more petite right and then fucking courtney act walks out in Honey, this po- Australia Barbie, she's the she's the Australian RuPaul in this look. Honey, pull the fire alarm because it's burning up. It's burning up. She looks so beautiful. Every drag queen wants this hair. Every drag yes. queen needs this hair. Yes. Uh, the fit is so perfect. Everything is perfect on it. I'm pretty sure she's worn it a couple times before this, or maybe she borrowed it from somebody. There's there's some more story to this dress. It was too gorgeous, too dangerously gorgeous. 
mm-hmm. for words. Um, Jocelyn comes out in a gold disco party girl look, which is a. It looks like a dress that someone made in the workroom on a challenge with using the fabric wall. Right. Yeah. She looks fine, but this is your best drag. It's not. It's not her best drag. She, at least she has her best necklace on, because this necklace has been seen on the runway before. As were Courtney's Are... earrings. Exactly. Are we keeping track, producers? We have a team of producers. Um, producers. We need a, a um, ticker tape, uh, no, a ding counter of each time we get the Jocelyn necklace. So I believe that we're up to two because we saw it before. So can I hear it? Okay. So Dipper, you count I the I want dings. a cowbell. I, I want like a, you know, when you slam the hammer into the carnival thing and it goes up the pole and dings. The, I want that kind of sound. Okay. Will? He'll do Will. it. I don't have it with me. Will? Will? Oh no, that's not it. Uh uh. No, that's not it. What the fuck? Oh, welcome back. What kind of sounding bowl? Ascended Living with Willem and Alaska. (laughs) Um, Dipper, you count the dings. Alaska, you count the dangs, and I'll count the dongs. The dogs in your mouth. <laughs> um, I don't come down to your job to lock the dogs out of your. <laughs> this is it's it's rough for Jocelyn because yes, she looks great and she looks fun, and you could see a, a queen wearing this at a party. But after seeing two girls in gown category doing like very elevated uh, looks, and then it, Jocelyn does a little, hoochie coochie. Yeah, it's it's a right. little hoochie coochie um, resort. And I know I don't I don't like seeing all a girl's ear. I don't need to see all that ear, the sideburn. I don't want to see your fade, honey. Um, and, Who's fade? And Jocelyn, she got her ear Jocelyn? and her fade out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, under that headband, boy hair. Okay, all right. I, yeah, so beautiful, but then she, it's sandwiched on the other end by another gown, which is a, a gorgeous gown, like Trinity a, K. A RuPaul level gown. This, yeah, this is so beautifully done. This is so gorgeous. She looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And she does the cheek tap at the end oh, of the runway. She, the, the touch this. Like, just the highlighter. The touch this face. She is exquisite. God she damn, walks she's out pretty. on that runway, and she's not looking at anybody. And then she turns just a little. And yeah. as she turns the chin, the shoulder goes, too. It's yeah. beautiful. Um, all Total salute for me. Total. Then we get milk. Tell tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. It's Pinocchio. <laughs> Honey. She said, I'll do party clown. <laughs> this is fierce though. And yeah, and not mad. Nick pointed this out that at the time w- this was very unusual. No one was doing weird, sort of out-of-the-box shit on drag race, really, like this. And this was very groundbreaking. I, and I think it still is. I think it's a beautifully done look. It's a great reference. I think she looks really, really cool. I'm not mad at all. Uh, Darian, you like that hair? Yeah. You like love a mushroom. You love a mushroom head. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> mushroom cloud. I, I like uh, the tights, how it's like she's got a cutout at the hip, too. Like a high tight with a black panty. So it yeah. looks kind of like, it looks kind of very like Mugler-ish current. Yeah. Darian, Darian just does a beautiful job of being a beautiful spectacle with this silver cape. And yes. the, and I'm pretty sure Courtney borrowed this cape for later, didn't she? Oh, well, Maybe. I Court- think I don't know. Courtney might have brought that because it was a it was a recreation of a RuPaul. I think she didn't have the cape and she borrowed it from someone. I'm pretty sure Work. she mentioned that before. I'm a podcaster. Um, well, I'm a uh, I'm a um, what's the word conjecturist? <laughs> um, I I the only problem I have with Darian's look is it's a silver and black shoe and I would rather it be a nude shoe or a silver shoe. There's a couple of girls that are wearing black shoes with, ev- they're wearing their good black shoe with things. Uh, mm-hmm. they- Dela's wearing his good black shoe with an outfit that doesn't really require black for me. 
Um, there's a couple of girls. I'll, I'll note it. I'll note it as we go. <laughs> Darian looks beautiful, though. Silver Gorge. everything. So stunning. And then we have April Carry On, who is in arguably one of the most impactful and beautiful looks to ever walk on Drag Race. Mm-hmm. This is if how you, you do me. precipitation on the runway, honey. The fringe... Honey. The fringe is lovely. Where do you even get turquoise fringe? The umbrella is see-through, so you can see that peak of the hair. Sure, her ear is out, but she has an earring. Um, Beautiful. The the rain showers, it's like April showers. It's very her. It's beautifully executed. So clever, so glamorous, so lovely. Mm -hmm. I adore this. Such a great color, too, off the background. This yellow, it just pops off the pink and the blue. Yes. And then Laganja comes on looking like a creamsicle butterfly surprise. She's uh she says she looks like a serving of peach ice cream, honey. You wonder what happened to Asia O'Hara's butterflies? Here they are. This is where they got their start. Ganja and the gorgeous peach. They've been on drag race for years, those butterflies. They're career butterflies. Honey, those honey. butterflies are free. They're like they're like the um they're like the pit crew guys like they're the the go to butterflies in the industry like if you need butterflies in drag these are the girls you call Laganja looks so exquisite I beautiful. love this look and the paint beautiful. is beautiful too she's got like kind of like a 1920s Diorish eyebrow yeah very like very like light and ethereal but impactful still yes Gina now, this is your friend. This this she, is what she called her best drag, and I know for the fact this not to be true, honey. She said everybody's doing gowns. Well, you boys can go ahead and enjoy that, honey. I'm giving sex siren. She comes out in a cat suit. Um, uh, she looks a- like if Ursula and uh, Flotsam and Jotsam had a hooker baby. <laughs> they did. That's all it is. It's black, purple, and and uh, lime green. It's a lot. And then she's got this weird headpiece. She's taking chances. You know, it's different. It's it's different. She's a little different, you know. It's Um, different. But you know what? How is she though? She's good. She's she can move in it. I and she's good, but she could be great. And you know she could be great. That's why this is disappointing to me. Well, I can tell you that this is and it doesn't read on camera, but it, it is encrusted with Swarovskis. Okay, for what it's worth. But it's the uh, Flotsam and Jetsams. I heard they're like. preciosa. Gia can do no wrong for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Heather. Next up, <laughs> Heather. Next up, we have Adore. In a- What's your damage, Heather? <laughs> Adore looks beautiful. I think this is one of her most beautiful runways. She looks I like. I love this. She looks like she's either lost and mad or mad about being lost on the runway uh because she's like this she's got this black mermaid gown on she's just pumping it keep she looks like she's out there five seconds max (laughs) yes this very voluminous bright red hair i would wear this right now i would wear this exactly as is and the length is a little i think they they will she has a, a problem with length on the gowns this season but now I think it's fashion. On, honestly, I feel like this was a time where girls were wearing more off the rack stuff. And this might have been an yes. off the rack like dolls kill thing with like a sequin corset over it or something. But um, now nowadays she would get red for it. But I think every drag queen needs that hair in, in their signature color. It's great hair. She looks beautiful. Red it, and wild. Just this attitude, though, on the runway, it gives me like. It's my number. Okay, I'll just do it real quick. And don't play it back. I don't care if they're still tipping. Like, she get, she gets in and she gets out on this runway. She does. Yeah. She does. She's but beautiful. This, this for Ben, for me, too, I was like, this is best drag. It's cute. But, like, your best drag was you sitting there in that black and white. Why didn't you wear that black and white? Well, maybe she used the outfit too soon i love this though it's it's, it's impeccably made yeah, it's pink it's leopard it's very bad so like i think it's very dela i think that some girls are taking this moment to say okay best drag i want to wear something that defines who i am as a character yeah the shoe uh, is wrong the shoe is wrong <laughs> <laughs> i think she looks great uh-uh it, it would be the very, it, 
Very de la. It would be the and opposite then, of Electra. Don't get the shoe. Don't get the shoe, honey. <laughs> and then Vivacious dressed as the coronavirus. Honey, she is, she, <laughs> she's a lie. She's a walking liability. Everyone's coming for Vivacious this episode saying your look is dated, that you need to update yourself. You, uh, But I'm like, this is cool. She looks fierce. And beautiful. I love this fucking spiky red and black spikes shooting out of every possible place. I love it. You know what? From the from the an- from the knees down, I'm in love with it. What is your problem? My uh, you want you want problems? I'll, I can list them, but I was trying to be nice and lead with a positive. Um, why do you, why do you not like? Uh... I think the corset it looks like it's. Two off the rack corsets combined together because one's half black, one half is red, and it's not the corset doesn't fit her her body. It needs to be a bigger corset. It looks like a corset made for a woman's torso and not um, her torso. Um, okay. And I don't like. I think it should have a glove. I don't like the bracelet. I think it needs more spikes, different spikes in different spots. Um, I don't like the makeup. I think the highlight. Um, I think she needs more color in the face. Uh, then because right now it's just reading as a big white eye. It's it's not give it's not giving me um it doesn't match her personality for me what and what it could I think. Okay, it's giving me mean girl who won't give out her drink tickets at the club. <laughs> and a she probably can't find them because they're in a jumpsuit and she'd have to unzip everything to pee and then dig them out of her bra. I'm I'm not feeling it. I wouldn't wear it. Would you wear it? Yes. Well. I'm not going to unzip you if you need to pee. Uh, we're going to take a break because I need to pee. With this episode, this season is, uh, it's, it's an embarrassment of riches because we've gotten so many catchphrases, memorable things like hog body, Liza mm-hmm. Minnelli, um, gasp, uh, all of these Heather, um, DeLorean, all of these things are so quotable and Cough so like memorable. a man. Just this episode yes. alone. Gah, 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 gah. Just like really this, I'm not the gun. I jump. I'm not. I jump the boom boom gun. Like all all these things that I'm misquoting constantly come from this season. <laughs> it's <laughs> literally like all about Eve. Every line is quotable and memorable. There's a there's a point where they ask Gia because they're about to show these these movies and one's in black and white and one's not in black and white. And Gia's <laughs> like, well, I kind of think it's funny that one was in black and white and one wasn't. And the producer says, well, do you think maybe because one was in the '60s? And Gia looks at her and goes. And realizes the producer's right and then still goes, no, (laughs) just (laughs) strong and wrong. It's my favorite thing that I've learned from this production of Death Drop in London. Um, That's what the director told us to do (laughs) during rehearsal. He's like, just make it strong, even if it's wrong, strong and wrong. And I was like, all right, girl, I can do that. That was me reading Shakespeare the other day. Weak and bleak. (laughs) <laughs> that was me reading Shakespeare. I was like, I don't, I know not what the fuck I am talking. Some of the scenes I'm like, I don't know what his intention is behind this. I'm just saying it fast. Uh, yeah, I heard your Hamlet was uh, a turkey to go. <laughs> My Hamlet was sickening. Oh. But Hamlet's a dick. Is we'll he? talk about it on Hot Goss. Oh, okay. He's horrible. He's like a gaslighter. He's fucking, he's fucking a chauvinist. He's a fucking asshole. Gaslighter. Gaslighter. Girl, you know she was singing about her husband fucking some girl on her boat. I hey, love nolly, that. Nolly. Uh-uh. She said hero? No, no, no. Um, there's a hero. Okay, what are no, we talking hold about? On a second. I just got to take a moment to g- both congratulate you for doing Shakespearean pop culture and drag references all wrapped into one. <laughs> Where else do you get that kind of entertainment? <laughs> Wait, but she do. she didn't even get that the heroes was the TV show heroes that he was on. <laughs> so we got we, yeah we got it all we got it all covered for y'all. Uh, did did you want chaotic? Tune in to mom. <laughs> uh, these movies, the Drag Race Me to Hell, 
1960s and Drag Race Me to Hell, 1980s. If I were to go see a movie, I'd probably want to go see the 80s one because it was bad. And I love having things to complain about. Um, Yeah. The 60s one was great. It was very, like, feud, Baby Jane-inspired. Yes. uh, Very that. Um, uh, Yeah, Jocelyn and Trinity are um, holding it down, definitely. Um, Why is there... Why is oh I why is there a little person dressed as RuPaul at the end of the scene? Um, and Willem, a, the, I feel I, like would I, maybe know her, right, Brittany? Yeah, I know her name's Katrina, and I text. Oh, Thank you, Katrina. <laughs> uh, which is from another pop culture from from um, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Let me find this text from Katrina. <laughs> um, why was she, I mean? I don't okay. know. Fuck. Why not, was there like? A RuPaul impersonator. Don't is know. Is it a reference to something? Maybe like Chucky or like um, like a, a doll that someone would have a doll of themselves. Or maybe RuPaul didn't want to get in <sighs> drag. Who knows? But she was she was painted by Matthew. She was treated she lovely. Yeah, she was treated lovely on set. She said one of the best on set experiences she's had. We met working on SNM together with uh, Detox and Morgan and Rihanna. Um, uh, she she had nothing but nice things to say about uh, the show, which is why we didn't invite her on today. Um, <laughs> she was texting me, and I was like, "Well, all these are nice things." And and she currently works for World of Wonder still, doing transcription for the show. She got a job years later doing the transcription. So, uh, but she had nothing but lovely things to say about RuPaul, Matthew, uh, Bianca did something really nice for her too, and showed the softer side of Roy. Um, yeah, wonderful things from Katrina, and she looked beautiful. And what an experience to play like a mini RuPaul. Yeah, totally. I mean, she looked great. I just thought that it was like a bit that I missed the explanation of. They said, do, do we have an ending for this? Oh, I know. Get a little person. <laughs> That's what it felt like, like honestly. Literally. Which I'm not mad. My friend got a job. So good for her. Uh, it would have been wonderful if Team Adore had rehearsed a little bit. In, at least a line through or a run through maybe. Because it really shows yes. when the judges watch the movie. And there is one clap from Lena. And then she goes and does three more quick claps and that's it. And uh, RuPaul goes, electrifying. And that's it. Michelle is mad. Michelle wants a Fandango refund immediately and she didn't even buy a ticket. They're all mad. Who edited? I want to know who was in charge of editing Drag Race Me to Hell 5, 1980s version. They made... They leave Vivacious's Pause before her long. They just leave it in the film. If I was editing a film, I would I would cut that part out, which you can do by um you can cut out pieces of film that um are detrimental to the overall product. Oh, is that is that what they call editing? Yes, in the olden days, they would actually use a razor blade and cut the the reels of film they could have done that but instead they leave it in to make vivacious look foolish honey they give her a pregnant pause and she's pregnant with the octoplets because it is the longest pause they do they do everybody on the team milk um team milk like favors they're lovely there's yeah there's no hanging chads but this team adore they they could have made everybody i'm sure they could have made some of the girls look worse some of the girls but uh Gia and Adores was they were funny in the end for me because um, they get electrocuted and their wigs keep slipping and then they like stop the electrocution <laughs> fix the wig and then the electrocution starts again it was yeah. very funny it was not on purpose but it was very funny yeah I I'm not mad at at anyone from this but um I I do feel like they did they did vivacious so dirty they knew they were sending her home and I understand why she was mad but like editing her into this angry black woman trope is tired and they didn't yeah. need to do that to the girl but yeah. she could have smiled I don't want to be that chauvinist like smile but everybody looks good with a smile except if you get feather lifts and then you're not allowed to <laughs> smile for like two weeks my trainer told me really yeah he's like get it done and I was like I don't need it whore oh I I didn't know you can't smile for two weeks. Yeah, you can't smile, can't suck dick, you're not supposed to laugh. I don't know how I would... I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could not smile for two weeks. Well, if you just watch um, 
Team Adore do Drag Race Me to Hell 5 for two weeks straight, I think you'll find a way. <laughs> that Lies, I mean, Lily. Lies. We asked uh, our listeners to give some additional suggestions for what to call the segment with Bianca, and I wanted uh-huh. to share them with you. Okay, uh, here we go. Clown cackles. Uh uh-uh. uh. Clown cackles with Bianca Del Rio. Bitchin' with Bianca. Where'd Bianca you Bellows. There's more. Oh. Banter with Bianca. Baloney, Baloney with, Bi- with Bian- Bianca's Baloney. Bitchin' with Bianca. Trigger warning with Bianca Del Rio. Back chat with Bianca. <laughs> back chat. I like this one. It's like back fat, but back chat. Uh, <laughs> Bianca babbles. Bianca Wait. Del Recap. I like Bianca Del Recap. Bianca what Del R- Ramblings of a clown. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Bianca bit tits. Um, back shade checking of, with Bianca. Shade of a clown. <laughs> uh uh, the Del Rio delusions, the Del Rio rewind. There's some good ones. I don't know if we have a title yet. We'll, we'll get one next week. I think it's uh, honestly. I think it's Bianca Del recap. Yeah, yeah, me too. I like that one. That one's okay. good. I think well, that's what it is. But those are all really funny suggestions. I feel like we're um, David Letterman, and it's our top ten list. Yeah. I love a list, honey. Lists are great. Love well, Why don't a list. you throw it to Bianca Del Recaps and we'll take a break. Ooh. We would like to now uh, throw it to uh, a special segment that we uh, where we take the time to talk to the winner of season six. Spoiler alert. This is a segment we call Tears Bianca Del- of oh. an <laughs> Irritated Clown. Man. Man clown. <laughs> <laughs> Frown man, man frown clown. <laughs> Did you live for the season six promo? Because it's one of the most legendary. You're tearing oh, book so pages good. out of a book. You look amazing. Everybody looks good in pink and rose lights. Well, the crazy yeah. thing about this whole thing, as you, as you know, you, you're in there for the first week. And so you're filming every other day. You know, every other day is a new episode. And they said on the weekend or whatever it was, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, Monday, we were going to be filming the promo, which was through Logo. So it was a whole separate scenario. Uh, so they said, it's your off day. You film it, blah, blah, blah. And we all got the call sheet. And everybody had like a 6 or 7 a.m. call. I had a noon for some reason. And they mm. said, do your hair or whatever in your room. And so I went there, camera ready, but they had a stylist, this big old queen. I don't know who the fuck he was, but it was this queen who was styling us. And he said, we're doing vinyl, we're doing black and pink and blah, blah. So when I arrive, all the girls already had been there. And this is one of the few times that we can actually talk to one another because we weren't on ice. And it was just like cluster right. because it was a separate setup. So we're in there and I'm like, oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. And I see Gia Gunn in this strappy, like elastic <laughs> bodysuit. And I see Laganja like in a little scarf. And I'm like, oh, girl, this is I, I can't wait to see what they got for me so i go in the room and there's this queen and he pulls out a white um playtex dress that was like a size eight and he's like bianca we picked this for you and i was like white i said it was white it was black white and pink was the whole was originally the whole theme and i said um i'm sitting i'm standing there and an eight i said i'm not gonna fit in an eight he goes honey it stretches i go girl I'm not going to fit in an eight. He goes, let's try it. So there's two other girls pulling me up into this dress. And as they're pulling it over me, it rips. And he's like, that's $500. I go, I told you I wasn't going to fit in it. Told you. So then they gave me this pink dress, this mock turtlenecky thing with these weird cutouts that was too small again. So it stretched and stretched and stretched. So my armholes were really deep. And I said, this is the one time I put my foot down. I said, what am I doing in the scene? They said, you're sitting at a desk. I said, well, I'm not wearing it for my promo shot. I will wear it for the thing because it's just, it's rotted. It's a stupid length and it just looked <laughs> dumb. So they gave me the little gloves and or they, I think I had gloves for one part of it, but I go and I film that thing and they said, well, what do you plan on wearing for the promo shot? I said, well, I brought my own black dress, same dress, now in black velvet that I brought with me. Beautiful. I, I wore that and they put the corset over it and the little gloves and a fun tidbit is the hat that I'm wearing in the promo is the same hat that Adore Delano wears in the promo as well. She wore it on the back of her head and then they stuck it on. She put it on the front of her head and it's on the back of my head, but it's the same hat. I love that. And when I, I walked loved your in, promo look. 
When I walked in, we went into the room to get checked and Matthew Anderson was there. And he's like, darling, you look gorgeous. And just walked away. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Great. A compliment Stamp from of approval. Always yeah. good to hear. Yeah. So that, that was that. So yeah, I didn't know. And then they said, you're going to sit at a desk and you're going to rip pages out. And then you're going to turn around and there's going to be RuPaul. That's all I need. So that's what happened. From the Down Under Digest. No, now you have to throw it to the Down Under Digest. Now we're doing Honey, I'm not a pitcher. I'm a catcher. You want me to throw it to all these segments? <laughs> Honey, we're going to throw it to the Down Under Digest with our sisters from the chop, Manila, Luzon, and RuPaul, uh, Latrice Royale. Sorry. <laughs> so and many RuPaul. sisters. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before we give RuPaul a podcast on mom, though. <laughs> I mean, it really is. <laughs> We're we've got all the best girls, so Girl. it's only a matter of time. This is a segment where the girls are going to talk about Drag Race Australia. It's really heating up down under. Uh, this is the Down Under Digest. It's heating up down under. I got a cream for that. My name is Latrice Royale, and I am Manila Luzon, and this is your Down Under Digest. On episode three of Drag Race Down Under. We get a mini challenge of beach running and hot men. Were you impressed? I was entertained. As entertained. <laughs> Slow mo jiggly boobies. So much fun. And then the main challenge, we get to experience two girl groups compete with Queen Down Under. Did the song stick in your head? Something got stuck in me. <laughs> <laughs> And on that's the a runway, different show. Uh, <laughs> that's a different show. But on the <laughs> runway, we get some bogan realness. Do you know what bogan is? Uh, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> For more recaps of season one of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, check out The Chop every Thursday here on The Mom Network. We are at the, po- uh, the part of the pod where we name a winner of the challenge and the winner was uh Darian Lake. She won. Yes. There are no small parts and she proves it. She she is she makes an impact with her head in a box and she wins a five night stay for two at the Island House Resort in Key West, which is a great resort if you're ever in Key West, stay there. We filmed Gaycation there, DWV. It's a beautiful resort. Mm. Uh, lots of friendly friendly folk, if you know what I mean. Mm. And uh no, 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 uh, no. Never mind. I don't need to go there. You'll be in my prayers. Um, uh, <laughs> you, uh, Darian says that to someone in uh, Untucked. Oh. Um, where are you watching Untucked? I couldn't find it on Netflix, which is where I'm watching season six in the UK. It's on Hulu, but you're in the UK. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Don't dock my pay. I can't watch it. Coming from inside Everybody the house. Left, but I like hear noises. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Heather? Heather? <gasps> Heather, this isn't funny. You're, you're... <gasps> what was that? Oh, it's my new cell phone. <laughs> um, uh, the critiques go down the line. Um, uh, the the one that stands out was Ben was so funny with his comment saying, uh, Linda Blair, you better stay away from Michelle's earrings because she's wearing these huge cross earrings. Mm-hmm. That was very, very funny. Yeah, I do like that um, Michelle and RuPaul give vivacious her roses for the look, but they call her out and say her acting was a flop. Um, Santino says her look didn't read as feminine, which back then, I guess, the judges were allowed to try to judge on the aspect of of femininity. Uh, but my favorite part is Vivacious holding back her hood so she can hear what the judges say. <laughs> They're like, what are you doing? That Mariah Carey thing? And she's like, no, I just got to hold it back so you can hear. I do that with my hole sometimes. Um, so that I can get those sound waves sounding. Sign from above, sign from below. Laganja and April, they say that April was miscast and then April was dragging Laganja down. I thought they did fine for this skit, scatty skit. But also, Laganja's accent was wild. She was like, hello. 
<laughs> I'm going to chalk up a lot of this season to Laganja being young and trying new things. And it's good to take she, risks. Yes. Yeah. She did. She was pushing boundaries. And they always are saying, give more and have them bring you back. Well, she was giving most. She gave and- them all the options. And then a couple of the other girls options, too. And then she and April were like, let's make out at the end of the scene. I mean, that that is an old drag queen standby. You we, Nothing to wrap it up? We'll tongue kiss. <laughs> we'll tongue punch my fart box with your face, honey. Um, <laughs> we've all done it. Yeah, we've all done it. Uh, April and uh, Vivacious are the ones that have to lip sync to this. Um, it feels like a, a song that RuPaul probably has on her cardio list because she know they show more of RuPaul singing it than anybody else. Yeah, really it's one do. of it's one of those songs. Um, you can tell she really wanted Selena Gomez as a judge, and it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the song is a throwaway B side track. I don't like it, but Shake It Up shot on the same lot as. I don't As, like this song. I like this song. It's, it's a stupid Disney song. I don't. If this came on in the club, everyone would dance for like 10 seconds and be like, what's this? Let's go get a drink. This song's stupid. I'm not going to sweat like to it. this song. Um, I but like it. I don't like it. Um, but Selena and RuPaul. <laughs> do you like it? I don't. Uh, Selena and Ru, <laughs> RuPaul shot on the same lot for Drag Race. And um, they had they are friends, I guess. I don't know, and I don't. Care. Also, I don't. Like top it. model facts. Um, the, season six is when they started in the edit. They they juiced up the edit with a few little things. One of the things is they add the like stadium lights turning on right before RuPaul walks out, just sort of like adding to the grandiosity of of the thing. And the other thing they added was the lightning strike. Um, when they say. Uh, good luck uh, to impress me and save yourself from elimination. There's the lightning strike and there's a and on season six consistently the winner was indicated by the lightning strike (gasps) to the point to the point where I texted someone who worked at World of Wonder and I was like and I was like you guys need to be like you. You're giving away the winner with the lightning strike every episode. That's podcast. So I, so they ended up stopping it and like randomizing it, but it was, it was consistently indicating the winner. How was wow. it indicating? In what way? The lightning strike strikes on the contestant who wins the lip sync. Yeah. Honey, that that's a they're using a boilerplate edit program where they say the winner shot here, this girl, this girl. That's what right. that's what happens. They don't even yeah. know the names. They just say winner queen, loser queen for the episode. Um, I I think that I I really think that the song sucks. Um, and, and you know what? Also, they have the that sound that you hear going around is kind of like a gobo on a light, like the light thing that like it's not a gobo. Gobo, I think, is the. It might be the name of the light. The thing that turns when you hear a light turn on a stage. That's what yes. that sound is, I think. Um, but Org. Um, I just wanted to say I didn't like this lip sync. Oh. Or the I song. It didn't it didn't it didn't do anybody any favors. Vivacious, I feel like, is kind of defeated. Going well, into it, she saw what they she saw what she what they did to her. She knew she was going home probably with yeah. that edit. Like, why make a girl look stupid when she can do it on her own? Like, her acting was already bad. Her cover girl, why your base looked like chalk. Like, it was not. She didn't make the most of it. How Darian did, and right. to have to have both girls in the same role. The one won the challenge, and the other lost. Like, she she saw what was happening. I'm sure yeah. she was not happy. And um, if I had well, to lip sync without hair on, I'd be mad too, because that's she like was ninety. Pr- a spiky suit. I, 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 they both did a great job, but I think April was really leaning into the like sexy, sort of feminine, like like vibe of the song, and and she won out. And um, April carry on. Uh, will carry on for another week and Vivacious is sent home. Now, you mentioned you didn't watch Untucked. Not um, that I didn't, that I couldn't. You didn't miss much. <laughs> oh. Uh, 
What the fuck happened? It was Nothing. a episode. They made them but, play that game where you reach your hand in the box and try to decide what it was. I, did. I was like, this is the waste of airwaves on a television. It's not screen queens. It's eh, queens with that. <laughs> but I did notice this is the first appearance on the runway of Gia's. Um, uh, it's not. We're not doing Jocelyn's wonk wonk. We're doing Gia's wonk wonk because this is the... You could see one eye open. This is one of the things that the girls going on Drag Race need to learn about. You can you can't wear your stage lashes on the runway because you won't see any of your eyes, right? And you only see the whites of her eyes like once, and it's only one eye because the the lash the lash situation is not congruent. Period. Yeah, uh, and and pretty much. The rest of the whole episode of Untucked is just a systematic fucking kicking Vivacious while she's down because they show everyone saying her name that she should be the one who goes home on the runway. It's just like it's, it's not a, personal though. It's drag. We will let you know when Untucked gets spicy and fierce because it's coming. It we're gonna get some sickening moments this season, but I just wanted to say for um this episode of Race Chaser that. I think you should go home, but it's not personal. It's not personal, girl. Look, I it's a competition. I have stuff I have to worry about. I'm not worried about your feelings, okay? It's not personnel. It's personnel. And <laughs> give me my purse back, bitch. I know you have it. And and Nell, she's purse in the back. woods. We are back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us for Race Chaser Classique this week. My sister needs to get to a party now. <laughs> party girls. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. Life of the party realness. <laughs> we Life would love, of the party couture. We would love we, for you to write a review of our hokey pokey little podcast on your favorite <laughs> podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a, a rating for our rinky dink programming. <laughs> Thank you for bringing some class to our little show. <laughs> uh, you can follow the dolls at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. Our race chaser account is at race chaser pod, and our mom podcast account is at mom podcasts. Of Honey, course. and the paywall pussy wall is sickening this my week. My paywall. <laughs> we have my favorite uh, bonus content that we've ever done. It's hers's. Is it's here. It's definitely not versus, but Alaska and I get to get the pleasure of going over each each of us each of our back nines and catalogs and we sing we we prance we dance we laugh we cry and it's all at patreon.com slash willem and you can search for that race chaser content by searching the hashtag race chaser once you join the patreon and you can literally do it for a dollar and watch all of our old videos and then if you want to tip us a little more and put some more tokens you can do that too but it's literally a dollar we'd love you to join we'd love you to share in our content and laugh at us it makes us feel good Really, really fun. Hers is so funny. Hers Please check it out. Your shoes um, are cute, and too. that's only part one. There's going to be a part two. Oh, Honey, it's a two- a twist, eh? Two-hander, two-parter. We don't jump pods. We are the boom, boom pod. <laughs> and you can email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and please wear a mask, wash your hands, get the vax, socially distance yourself, and respect each other out in the world. And please keep wearing a mask if you're vaccinated, too, because, you know, that Bill Mayer guy got it again. So people can get it again. Gasp. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.